welcome again to the Yes and I Am podcast, the podcast where we learn about people. I'm Aaron Max, and today's guest I am super excited about. I grew up watching her movies in the 90s. I'm a big fan of hers. Uh, she has been a sex symbol for her entire life. Still looking great today. Thank you for coming. I like to introduce you all to Cameron Diaz. Oh my God, Aaron! Thank you so much for having me. You're so sweet, honey. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much for making out here. Uh, what what brings you to New York? Well, you know, I, I'm promoting my new uh, book and my new uh, uh, makeup line that I have coming out. I'm really excited. It's really targeting women who who really peaked in the 90s, you know? It's really targeting those types of women. Well, they do say that uh, the 90s are making a comeback, that, like, 90s nostalgia is at peak right now. Uh, how, how are you capitalizing on that? Well, obviously, we're really going to, like focus on the bright red lips and like big eyelashes, you know, really work those cheekbones. You know how it goes. People are sick of contouring. That's where I'm at. I don't want to see these contoured faces anymore. I want to see big bright lips. I want to see people smiling, you know, just really having a good time. So I'm trying to capitalize on that. Yeah, uh, the natural look is definitely on a swing up, and uh, you were famous. You, uh, for our listeners that don't know out there, uh, Cameron, you started as a model yourself. Yes, yes, I did. You know, uh, a lot of people don't remember that. They only associate me with the mask, you know. That's always the big one everyone goes back to, but... You know, I, I was a model, and I, I suffered from, it, you know, my own eating issues. You know, we were talking off mic before, Aaron, a little bit about that. I know you're getting embarrassed. Oh, yeah. It's okay. Yeah, we're no. friends here, remember. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, uh, as a model, you uh, did uh, shoots for Levi's and Calvin Klein. Uh, you, you were, like, super hot, and then you uh, your first big break was The Mask, as yeah. you just mentioned. Uh, which is funny that like it's the first movie people think of when they think of you was your first movie. Yeah, you know, I think I made a really big impact. And obviously, like, Jim Carrey was hilarious. I mean, come on. He's so, like, the peak of his career with that movie. So crazy, so fun. You know, I got to really show off my acting skills. And I feel like everyone was really just associating me with, like, that runway girl and that, that you know, model type. And then I got to really show them who Cameron Diaz was, you know? Like, really, who she was. Yeah, and you, you had a lot of success after that. Um, you, you were in the movie uh, Being John Malkovich, which is one of my favorite movies mm -hmm, of all time. Mm -hmm. Vanilla Sky, another great movie. Mm -hmm. you, you had a, just a lot of hits. You had the Charlie's Angels movies. Oh, so much fun. Oh, my gosh. I love getting to, like, roll around and do stage combat type stuff, you know? You never get to do that as a model, you know? They just want you to stand there and look pretty, and this is, like, you get to have fun. I think Charlie's Angel was the first movie where, like, people saw you as a comedic actress and like saw your comedic chops thank you so much you know i i agree i would have to agree with that it was an opportunity to really like let loose and just get goofy and have fun with the girls you know i just love hanging out with the girls do you still uh hang out with them uh lucy loose seems to be still very busy um I can't remember your co-star, other co-star. I'm sorry. It's okay. Neither can I. I'm just totally blanking right now. But yeah, I hang out with both of them all the time. Lucy Liu is so busy. You know, she's doing some Broadway stuff and she's all over the place. But I try to see her whenever I'm in town or whenever she's out in L.A. You know, she's actually going to be one of the models for my new makeup line. Oh. So hint to the, the uh, listeners out there, get ready. You're going to see Lucy Liu's face all over the place. 
right. Uh, so you, you're excited about your makeup line. You also mentioned that you have a book you're promoting? Oh, yes, yes. A book, a brand new book. It's on uh, how to be the best parent you can be, you know? Um, Cameron Diaz cares about the future of America mm -hmm. uh, and, and the future of children in general. Yeah, no, uh, you... You're talking about being a parent. You just recently uh, got married in 2015, actually, mm -hmm. to uh, Benji Madden of Good Charlotte. I know. He's just the cutest. Really, really making all those 90s dreams come true, you know? Now, now what made you finally, like, tie the knot? Because you have been, uh, you've dated some pretty high up actors. You dated Justin Timberlake. Player. Um, And, like, you, you've just had so much, like, A-list, like, dating that it seems like marrying Benji was kind of like a shocker to a lot of people. You know, I, I don't look at Benji as less than an A-lister. You know, I love Benji. He is an A-lister in my eyes. And you know what? He cares about me, you know? And at the end of the day, all I really want is a man who's going to be there for me and support me in my dreams. And you know what? Benji could do that. And the others couldn't. They just couldn't handle such a powerful goddess of a woman, you know? Now, what is it like dating a twin? Because uh, Benji is actually a twin brother to Joel Madden, who's uh, married to Nicole Richie. Yeah, I know. And people get me and Nicole mixed up all the time. It's so funny. It's so funny. Wait, they get you two mixed up? Oh, all the yeah. Time? Benji and Joel, me and Nicole, you know, it all just rhymes. It's so fun. All right. Um, but, like, do you find that, like, they have this, like, connectivity between the two of them that um, you, you uh, don't have with him? Listen, you know, you can't get between brothers, whether they're twins or older, younger, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Brothers have a special bond. And, you know, ladies out there, just know you're never going to be able to replace the brother, okay? He's going to want to go over there, have sleepovers sometimes without you. You know, sometimes they just need to hit a strip club. Do what boys got to do. You just got to be uh, accepting and loving and just be there for your man, you know? Now, is this in your book? Oh, absolutely. The first three chapters are all about how to please your man so that way he'll give you a baby. Now, uh, now can you give me uh, a little taste of what like some of your advice would be? Uh, to, to keep a man or to yeah. get a man? How, how to please your man. To please my man. You know, you want to you wanna be supportive. You want to you wanna be there for him in good times and bad. Uh, so, for example, Benji was having a really hard time this past week with, um, you know, some of his bandmates, not Joel. I don't want to mention names. You know, we're, I'm trying to be supportive. But, you know, he came to me and was very upset and, and said, you know, you know Cameron, I, I, I just don't know how to connect with my bandmates. I don't know how, how to, to write this song that, that makes them feel like they're empowered and not just myself. And I said, you know what, Benji? It, it, doesn't, it doesn't need to be a conflict. You know, you can just open yourself up, be honest with them about what you want and you need, and really allow yourself to just be vulnerable with them, and only good things can come. And we had the best sex of our lives that night, let me tell you. So, so he's very uh, responsive to this advice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He loves to hear me talk, and I talk for hours and hours and hours. He just sits there and nods. I love it. I love him so much. It's interesting because uh, he's a punk rocker, most famous for his song Lifestyles of the Rich and the Famous. Yeah, yeah. And it seems like he's almost living that lifestyle now. Oh, yeah. He really, you know, he married up, you know. <laughs> but uh, 
Actually, I'm, I'm going to bring up a point because you said you married up. You're actually the third highest paid actress of all time. Thank you so much. Yeah, you, you've made like the like the only people ahead of you are uh, Scarlett Johansson and uh, M, uh, former guest of the show, Emma Watson. Uh, yes, both beautiful, amazing women. Uh, obviously, still very actively acting. You know, it's hard to compete with those women who are still getting, you know, cast constantly. I'm taking my break to work on my book, to work on my makeup line, to work on finally having a baby. You know how it works. Yeah. So, w what preparations are you taking to have kids? Well, uh, obviously, I am seducing my husband constantly. Um, we're off all kinds of birth control. There's no birth control whatsoever. Did you know you have to elevate your lower half after a man comes inside of you? Aaron, let me explain to you how uh, having a baby works. Ready? So you have sex, right? And it's great. It's wild. And then after he comes inside of you, you want to lift your pelvis up and elevate it at a very intense angle, kind of downwards, but also elevate it so that way the sperm will just kind of drip into you and hopefully they will attack your egg with enough veracity that a baby will happen. It has not happened yet, but we're working very hard. For our listeners out there, she just demonstrated with her legs up in the air mm -hmm. of like the positioning and everything. Uh, Cameron, this is an audio-only podcast. But I was trying to explain it for you, Aaron. You know, you need to set up a webcam in here. People want to see your guests. They want to see what's happening in the room. Fair enough. Uh, so, Cameron, uh, you, you've done some movies recently, but m a lot of them haven't gone to, like, make a lot of money. Uh, your last movies being, like, Bad Teacher. Oh, listen, uh, you know counselor. what? Bad Teacher was so much fun. Mila Kunis and, uh, uh, and all, what was Mila Kunis in that? I can't even remember. But all I know is all the ladies that were in there were great. I got to be really flirty and fun. You know, I haven't been able to play a role like that since I was, you know, in the 90s. You know, no one wants to see hot Cameron Diaz. But you know what? We made that movie. You also made the movie Sex Tape, which uh, was kind of a box office bomb with you and Jason Segel. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. People like almost judge that film as uh, almost you no longer being a sex icon because you weren't able to sell a movie called Sex Tape. Yeah, you know what? It was supposed to be a commentary on mine and Benji's sex life, but people just didn't get it, you know? And that's okay. Sometimes people don't get it, and that's all right. You move on. Have you ever had a sex tape? Oh, my gosh, Aaron, you dirty little boy. You better stop it. Don't Google it. You'll find stuff, but don't Google it, guys. I haven't encountered a sex tape of yours myself, but uh, I know there's people that try to, like, fake them. And, like, there's even software now that allows you to put celebrities' faces on, like, the body of porn stars. So there may be, like, faked sex tapes of you. Oh, my gosh. Do you... Are you serious? Is this real? Yes. I'm so excited right now. Wait, I could, you're excited? Oh, my God. Could you... Ima like, imagine my beautiful face on the body of, like, of Sasha Gray. Am I right? Just getting railed out by 18 dudes. Like, that's a hot porn, guys. Cameron Diaz gets railed. I, I feel like that would look weird proportion-wise, because she's, like, a shorter person. You're uh, quite tall. I am quite tall, yes. I am very tall. But that's okay. You know, Sasha Gray, she's got a hot little bod. You know, I'd, I'd want that little bod. 
Yeah, it just like I don't know if it would be believable having like your face on her body. Okay, well then who's whose body, I am, Aaron? I am not educated in the. Oh, adult you can't film even name enough. one porn star. It's unbelievable. I knew Sasha Gray. Uh, I'm trying to think of another one. I can't. Uh, Stormy Daniels. There you go. <laughs> There's one. She's famous now, guys. Yeah. Um. We try not to talk politics on this show, but no. Yeah. No. Po- this is supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be everybody's break from the week, right? Little yeah. fun times with Aaron and Cameron. Now, do you find yourself involved in politics out of curiosity? No, I try to just. I don't want to talk about it. I just want to pretend nothing is wrong in the world. I just want to close my eyes and pretend the world is great and made of butterflies. Now. Do you find a lot of people in Hollywood doing the same thing? Uh, uh, keeping their mouth shut? No. I think a lot of people are just kind of running their mouths. And you know what? Celebrities just need to shut up. I get it. We've got our platform. But we live in a different world, you know? We have a whole different lifestyle than, like, the rest of the world and the rest of the country. We can't be expected to just, like, run our mouths all the time and be like, we know what's best when, you know, this, these Midwesterners, they... They can't connect to us at all, you know? You don't, you don't think you can connect to a Midwesterner? I think I can connect to a Midwesterner. I don't think a Midwesterner can connect to Hollywood. They don't get it. It's a liberal playground out there, okay? Now, you, now you're, like, famous of being just kind of, like, the typical, like, Hollywood celebrity, this, like, Cali girl, very light and airy. How would you try to relate to a Midwesterner? You know what? I love to ride horses. I love cows. People don't know this about Cameron, but I love cows. I, they're my favorite animal. I love their spots and their the little flies that buzz around them. I just think they're the cutest animals. So really, I just I feel like my heart belongs on so a wait, farm. So you think cows are cute animals? Now uh, I I didn't check this out in my research. Are you a vegetarian? Absolutely not. No, no, no. I love to eat eat the the cows as well it's part of the reason i love them so much okay uh but they are adorable and i think i would do really well in the midwest because that's all what it's all about you know you love the animals on your farm you eat the animals now, on do your you farm. think you could get your hands dirty and like be a part of like slaughtering animals i you know what there's always a first for everything right i would try it i would at least try it right you got to try everything in this life at least once that is fair enough now, uh, we, we briefly touched about your uh, most recent films and, like, how they haven't been doing too well. Do you have any upcoming films that you're excited about? You know, I've got uh, one film that's going to be coming out in 2019. It's called Men's Health, and I don't want to get into specifics, but it's, you know, it's, it's going to be another sexy little Cameron Diaz film, you know? Awesome. Now, uh, before we move on, I have to mention your biggest franchise that we have yet to talk about, which is, I think you already know what I'm about to say, the Shrek franchise. Oh, I knew you were going to bring it up. I love Shrek. I, I couldn't have you on without bringing up Shrek. You know, what What do you want to know? I mean, this, the entire uh, voiceover experience is like a whole other world of acting. You know, it's, it's so fun. And you know what a lot of people don't realize is I, I really wanted to go method with that role. So I would show up every every day, especially in, in Shrek 2 and 3, I would show up in full green makeup and the dress and I wore a fat suit and it was very, I committed whether or not people could see it. Now, what do you feel like the message is of the Shrek franchise? Is it body positivity? Is it okay with being who you are? Or is it just kind of just trying to be silly? I think it's a little bit of both, you know. Uh, uh, you can't expect a kid's 
movie to really be political, as you always say. I don't right? know. Pixar seems to make all their films political. Uh, that's true. I'm pretty sure this is Disney, though. Disney's not very good at politics. No, uh, Shrek is uh, DreamWorks. See, so DreamWorks is a whole other one. They don't know what they're doing. They're just trying to make a fun little movie, okay? And everybody needs to stop trying to read into things. And they made five of those films. Five of them. I know. It was crazy. I had five years of wearing green makeup into a tiny voiceover booth. Now, who is your favorite voice actor to work with? Oh, Eddie Murphy. Eddie come Murphy. on, come on. You can't go wrong. He's just... Him as that donkey. Again, people don't realize he went method. He wore fake donkey ears and, and buck teeth the whole time, you guys. The whole freaking time. Now, did Mike Myers as well go method? Mike Myers actually uh, was the, the rudest out of all of them. I'm going to put really? him on blast. Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm interested. I'm sure our listeners want to hear. I'm putting him on blast right now. You know, Mike Myers would, would show up hours late, hours late, uh, refused to sit in the, the VO rooms with us. You know, he wanted to be in his own private little room, making his recordings and doing his part of it. And you know what? It was just a real bummer because we all wanted to bond as a family. You know, we wanted to be a family, and he just didn't. He just didn't want it. All right. Well, uh, we've reached the portion of our show where we like to do a few speed rounds of questions. We play a couple games on this show. The first game we like to play is Fuck Mary Kill. And uh, so basically, I list off three names, and you tell me which name goes into each category. First name, Shrek. Second name, Donkey. Third name, Puss in Boots. Oh, this is tough. This is so tough. So obviously, since Mike Myers was such a D-bag, I'm going to kill Shrek. That's right. I'm wow. killing Shrek. You're killing your uh, on-screen hubby. Oh, yeah. I'm doing it. I would... I would uh mess around with the donkey you know eddie eddie was such a charmer you know he was so charming it was just so tough to to stay away from him while we were recording he's Ooh. such a funny man you know he just really draws he doesn't in. age too he, he looks really uh, great listen, right now and he's like in his 60s he is just a flawless human being i tell you and then i you know i would marry puss in boots because i'm a cat girl you know mm -hmm. i love cats i just want a cat at home when i get home yeah, and Antonio Banderas, you can't really go wrong with him. No, you cannot. That accent, yes, mother, may I? All right. Well, now we're about to do a little bit of word association. Basically, I will say a word, and you tell me the first thing that comes to mind. First word, stability. No. Blonde. Me. Fashion. Icon. Angel. Me. Smoking. Hot. Future. Istic. Cinema. Oh. Comedy. Oh. And lifestyle. Never ending. All right. Well, that's about all we have time for today. I want to thank Cameron for stopping by. Cameron, is there anything you want to say to our listeners before you head out? I just want to say thank you so much, Erin. This was such a pleasure and an honor. I'm a huge fan of the podcast. Truly, I listen all the time. Lord was just a treat when you had her on. So, guys, just keep listening. That's what I want to say. Keep on supporting these small podcasts. They need it, okay? All right. Well, thank you again, Cameron, for stopping by. And thank you all for listening. And we will see you all next time.
Thank you again for listening to the Yes and I Am podcast. This podcast has been completely improvised, so instead of having the actual Cameron Diaz with us here today, it has been my friend and teammate, Kim Alou. How's it going, Kim? What's up, Aaron? Yeah, <laughs> uh, Thank you for uh, coming on. This has been a lot of fun. Thank you for having me. I, uh, it's true, I really am a big fan of the podcast, and this is my first podcast ever, so I'm honored to be here. For the listeners out there that don't know, uh, Kim is on an improv team with me called Gritty Reboot. You can check us out at improv venues around the city. It has been a lot of fun playing with them. Uh, so, Kim, what do you know about uh, Cameron Diaz? Very little. <laughs> if that wasn't painfully obvious during you the You seem entire- to know a lot more than, like, the person I originally wanted to play, Cameron Diaz, who, like, that was, like, an alien name to them. Really? Yeah, and I, I, I felt bad about it. And I, like, I was, like, bringing up movies, because, like, for the listeners out there, just to uh, clarify, I tell the name and then I hit record. But, like, the person I was originally going to have do this character, uh, I was, like, about to hit record, but I was like, no, this person doesn't have any pop culture references to, like, deal with, so I'm going to name movies, and they have no clue what those movies are. That's so crazy to me, because Cameron Diaz, and maybe it's, like, an age thing, but I grew up watching Cameron Diaz and The Mask and Shrek and all these movies, so it's just kind of funny to me that someone would go this, like, their whole life without knowing. Yeah, I, I... I always wish that Cameron Diaz had, like, evolved as an actress. She well, didn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's very uh, one-note. Yeah. And, like, it's almost like she has that, like, Adam Sandler syndrome of, like, her comedy just never, like, evolved. Right, and it's it's funny because, you know, Adam Sandler can get away with doing basically the same character in a bunch of different movies, but there is kind of a weird double standard. Like, you need to, as as a woman, you need to be very diverse and be able to fall into these different roles and be sexy and then be gross and be able to do all this stuff if you want to survive uh, the, your career, essentially. It's interesting because, like, Drew Barrymore survived it. Like, she's doing still doing pretty well. But And she's still kind of playing the same type of character, but she transitioned from movies to TV, which is like a different, it's a totally different beast. Maybe Cameron Diaz should have gone into TV. She should have. I think she could have had an amazing career as a TV actress. Did you know the fact about Benji Madden? Uh, I did not know anything. I didn't even know she was married. I have no, I don't know anything about Cameron Diaz in a per, on a personal level. Yeah. So, Do you know who Benji Madden is? I did. I loved Good Charlotte when I was, you know, in high school and middle school and all that. Yeah, no, uh, it just seems like such an odd pairing. <laughs> it is weird. I would not have put those two together, but fuck it. Yeah, no, it's just... Also, he's younger than her, which is listen fun. double standard. No, okay, an older man can marry a younger woman, but the other way around. No, I, I I guess like Cameron Diaz should have like her her like choice of whoever, but like and she did, and she chose Benji. I just think he's like trashy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well that's like, one like, man's like, opinion. Like I feel like he's her Kevin Federline. Oh, wow, throwing shade. Also, like throwing that Kevin Federline reference to like all of my. Uh, People who were in high school in the 2000s following Britney Spears. Listen, Britney's been through enough, okay? Let's not drag her into this. Is K-Fed still alive? Who knows? Who knows? Last time I saw him, he was like 300 pounds. Oh, yeah. Not to fat shame, but like... No, he's had a journey, you know? He's had a journey. Maybe he's a future podcast guest. (laughs) Like, I don't know what I would talk to him about, but like... It would just be Britney. I I think he would have some interesting stories. Because he had like a rap career for a while. 
Yeah, he definitely had a rap career for a while, uh, and then that kind of fell apart. He was he was a backup dancer for her, right? Yes. I'm not crazy. Yeah, That's yeah. real. Yeah, he would be a good guest. You should bring him on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just like. So, Kevin Federline. I don't know. I, I feel like I'd, I'd need a really good improviser to, like, just completely yes and, like, whatever. All the nonsense. Yeah, because th- there's not a lot to talk about, so they would have to basically create everything. Yeah, I think it would be similar to your Nick Cage episode, where it just gets real derailed and crazy but at times. the thing time. with Nick Cage is, like, he's got, like, a huge, like, thing of <laughs> so reference fun. point. Like, and there's, like, a lot of people that do Nick Cage impressions, so I, uh uh, shout out to uh, Willie Zabar on that episode because he like had a lot to live up to there, and I think he crushed it. Crushed it. It's one of my favorites. It's so funny. Yeah. But anyways, uh, Kim, so you're an actress, uh, improviser, comedian out in the city. What do you have going on? Uh, I've got a bunch of stuff going on. I Can I plug shows right here? Yeah, yeah plug shows. Cool. We'll discuss them a little bit, what cool. it's about. So uh, this is coming. This episode is dropping on Sunday, August 12th. And tonight I have oh, two. Well, not Sunday, uh, Wednesday. Wednesday. It's that Wednesday. This is a Wednesday drop. So it's Wednesday the 15th? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So then I have a show on Friday, August 17th at 930 at the Pitch Striker stage. Extremely Serious Wrestling, which is a super fun show. Uh, where is that with Fireman's Carry? No, no, no. That's Intergalactic Improv Battle. Extremely serious I, I, wrestling. I, I hear wrestling. I just think of those extremely two. serious wrestling is uh, a a totally improvised wrestling match, like a real wrestling match. So like there's you real, actually... there's real wrestling. There's reoccurring characters, crazy storylines. People show up that really like buy into this whole idea that and we this are is watching. scripted. It's not scripted at all. The only thing that is rehearsed ahead of time are the wrestling moves, so no one gets hurt. Yeah, I was about to say, that's um, a little So we scary. know how the wrestling match is going to play out. We know who's going to win, but all the stuff that happens in between the sets, what's happening during the sets of like people arguing and what the conversation is, that's all improvised. I play a very angry Russian ballerina. Say, have you uh, performed this before? We've done it once. All it's right. uh, myself and Carter O'Brien Ford who uh, play the t- tag team duo. So it's going to be a super fun show. We're coming back with these characters again. And uh, yeah, so check out that Pitch Striker stage. And then Monday, August 27th at 6 p.m. at the Pit Loft. We're doing a show that I'm very proud of. We've done it once before, and it's honestly one of the coolest shows I've done. It's called Clyde and His Three Brides Change Your Underwear. And it's myself, Clyde Woodham, uh, Annie Sage Whitehurst, and Becky Goodman. And the four of us ask the audience what freedom they wish they had. And then the four of us improvise a short film in which these four people are living in a world where that freedom exists. We've done it once. It's crazy and weird. If anyone's seen Centralia at the Pit, it's very similar where we, all four of us are musicians as well, so we incorporate uh, the piano that's there. We play other instruments during it. We score it literally as people are performing. It's super fun. It's super weird. Guaranteed to make you laugh and cream your pants. I was about to say, both of those shows sound like really entertaining. Wow. Very entertaining shows. Um, you're good at the plug game there, too. Like, you're Kill. good at selling a show. Listen, I want an audience, guys. I'm really enjoying performing. I'm all over the pit. Um, you can check me out on Instagram at alu underscore who, which is A-L-U underscore W-H-O. Or go to my website, aluhu.com. And I update it every day with new shows that I'm going to be in. It's under live stuff. 
stuff. So come check me out. It'll be fun. Come say hi after. We'll vibe out. All right. Well, thank you, Kim, for stopping by. If you want to check us on Instagram, we're at Yes And I Am. We post photos there of guests and episodes and behind the scenes things. So go check us out. Also, if you have not left us a review on iTunes yet, please go over and do that. Five stars helps more people find the show and that keeps us happy. Thank you all for listening again, and we will see you all next time. 